You will be frustrated in 2024 if you try to make small tweaks to what God is trying to gut out. Welcome to Hey Girl, You Got This podcast. And I am thrilled to be with all of you today. And can we just start off by saying, Happy New Year, Flourish! Happy New Year, Flourish Tribe! Let's Woo! Go. It is 2024. It is here. If you are ready for it or not, it is happened. It is happening. We are here. We are here. And this would be that perfect time in a podcast where you get a little like, there it is. There it is. There it is. I can't do it. I can't do it. So you did really good. That was wonderful. <laughs> and so, man, 2024 is here. And I am just personally thrilled to be having a conversation with all of you today. I'm really excited about this podcast. I'm really excited about the direction I feel like God's putting it in, what we're going to mm-hmm. chat about today. And so I know that this is going to be a great start for someone's heart and life here today. But Jory, before we get into that, how is the start of this new year treating you? Well, first of all, I can't even believe it's 2024. It's weird. That's kind of crazy to yes. me, but I'm really excited for 2024. Honestly, I feel so expectant for what God is going to do awesome. this year. I feel excited and I feel like, you know, there might be uh, like hiccups or road bumps yep. or things along the yep. way, but I still feel just excited for what God is going to do. That is no awesome. That's awesome. So what are some things you've been doing just to like start this year off spiritually and preparing your heart? Do you have some like habits, some routines or what's yeah, been going on? So Typically Thrive does this, but Thrive Church is doing prayer and fasting. So I'm doing that with Thrive, 21 days of prayer and fasting. So we are right now about a week and a half-ish into it. And that has been really good. Mm -hmm. That has been really good where I feel like it's just like emptying me of me and really filling me up with more of what God has here at the very start. Prayer and fasting is always so interesting to me. Like sometimes when I'm in it, it's like, 4th of July with my faith grand finale. And it's like fireworks, fireworks. fireworks. And then sometimes it's almost like a grind and it's like a spiritual detox. Mm -hmm. And where I just feel like God is pulling everything out Mm -hmm. that should not be there anymore. And I'm doing that fast too. And I feel like that's actually been more of what it's been for me this year. It's more been like a spiritual detox than Mm -hmm. 4th of July grand finale. I'm hoping we're going to get there. (laughs) We will. We will. We will. But actually there have been some 4th of July grand finale moments I would say for us Mm -hmm. as a church community, um, that 9 a.m. worship experience this past Sunday. Whoa. Whoa. Was just Mm -hmm. fire. Even though it was freezing outside and we were Mm -hmm. like record low temps, it was so, there was so much passion in the room. And then, I mean, even our staff meeting that we actually had yesterday. Yep. We had an incredible staff meeting. Something that I'm doing is I have a note on my phone and just every day I'm writing down like day one of prayer and fasting or day two or whatever day it is. And just kind of journaling, journaling what God is doing, what God is speaking. And so it's really cool to be able to look back even with one week or eight days or whatever it's been and say, okay, God spoke to me on day two about this. And then there was a little bit more clarity about that on day seven. So good. That's so good. I'm always amazed at the power of a day Mm -hmm. too. When you start writing those things down, you're like, you think you just go through a day and nothing maybe significant happened. Mm -hmm. But when you start capturing what God's doing, Woo, so good. Well, I one thing I'm trying to do at the start of this 2024, I'm pretty much I'm a pretty big go getter. Like, yeah, you show me the mountain, let's go. <laughs> and I love to run in the natural. I love to run in, in by faith. And I can sometimes take that. It's honestly excitement yeah. and anticipation. I can take it into the start of my new year and 
if I'm not careful, it'll actually make me a little anxious where I just want to get everything that God has for this new year right now in this moment. And I want to get it in mm -hmm. 21 days. So I know exactly how to like <laughs> charge the mountain and this like awesome expectation actually turns to anxiousness, which we know isn't the heart of God. So personally, one thing I'm trying to do is just calm down a little bit mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? I'm just going to lean in, rest, trust God and believe that everything I need to know, he's going to tell me in time. Amen. And not be so revved up about get it all figured out before February 1st. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Well, with that being said, and the start of this new year, prayer and fasting, you're slowing down, yeah. all of those things. Is there anything that's just on your heart that you say, I want to just encourage the tribe with mm -hmm. this today? Thank you for asking that. And you know what? There is. And it's, I want to start with a story. Um, Last Friday and Saturday, um, my husband and I decided to take on a little at-home project, <laughs> just picking away at our house a little bit here and there. And so we decided we were going to paint our master um, bathroom. Mm -hmm. Girls, I'd like to actually know. So let me just pause and say I'd like to know with the tribe out there, are there any other girls out there where if you have an apartment or a townhome or a house, whatever it is, it, like my master ba bedroom and bathroom is the last space that gets TLC. I don't know what is up with that. Every area of my house will be like, I'll be picking away at it and making it cute and doing the best I can with the budget I have. And you go in my master bedroom and bathroom and it's like, who dropped like a garage sale off in her bedroom. I'm laughing because I am the exact same. Really? My, my parents came to my house literally a couple weeks ago and they come in and it's whatever, it's cute, whatever. My, my mom goes into my master bedroom and she's like, Jory, what is this? This is what horrible. Is this? That's it, Jory, what is this? That is the perfect saying for like my, so that needs to be a goal for me in 24 that like actually my master bedroom and bathroom get the most love. But my husband who really is into like, he's actually, I think he's more of a shopper than I am, believe it or not. And my husband likes style. He likes things nice. He likes excellence, which I love and I value. But he said to me a couple weeks ago, Hannah, this bathroom is hideous <laughs> and it does not reflect us. We have got to pick away. And I was like, on it, great. And it's an outdated bathroom. Like it's kind of like got the cabinets and the tile from when they first built the house. It's not modern. It's not updated. So I was like, okay, we'll start with some really cool, fresh, modern paint. And I went and picked out like this great color by one of my favorite places, Restoration Hardware. I'm like, we're going to crush it. And we got in there Friday and we were just like, <laughs> I think we had like some message blasting, uh -huh. worship playing. We're just being like two cute kids updating this bathroom. <laughs> and we, we do a first coat on Friday and I look at it, I'm like, hmm, that's not quite there yet. But I'm sure once we finish, it's going to look great. Saturday, we finish it. We pull the tape, we pull everything out and we stand back and we're standing side by side and we're looking in our bathroom and he goes, huh, what do you think? And I start laughing and I'm like, I say to him, Jacob, this is so ugly. I think we made it worse. And what happened was we took this really cool new look, new style, new paint. And we thought if we just put a little bit of new mm. in this really old, outdated bathroom, it would transform it. And it didn't. It actually exaggerated the old. Oh, wow. So we're standing side by side, side laughing. He goes, what do you want to do? And I said, oh, my gosh, hold on. I'm not, I'm not joking here. God is speaking to me. Uh -huh. And God started speaking to me. And he spoke to me 
about that passage in scripture about old wine versus new wine. Mm. And I love the message translation. And it says this in Luke chapter five, verse 36 through 39 in the message translation, it says, no one cuts a fine silk cart scarf. Did I say carf? <laughs> yeah, you, I think you meant to say a fine silk scarf. I love it. No one cuts up a fine silk <laughs> scarf to patch old work clothes. You want fabrics that match. And you don't put wine in old cracked bottles. You get strong, clean bottles for your fresh vintage wine. And no one has ever tasted fine aged wine, prefers unaged wine. And I, the Lord started speaking to me about, I am literally looking at in the physical, what happens in the spiritual when we try to put new wine in old wine skin. Hmm. It didn't look good. Right. It didn't fit. It actually went from bad to worse. And I told my husband, I said, Jacob, this is new wine and old wine. Oh my gosh. And I looked at him, I said, where else in our life are we doing this? Right. Where else in our, our calling, our purpose, our marriage, our kids, our family, are we putting new wine and old wine skin thinking that that will do it, mm -hmm. that will make it better. And it's actually making it worse. See, this is what I want to say. I tell you this silly, goofy story to say this. God does not want us to patch our way into more in 2024. Hmm. Can you say that again? That God does not want, not he doesn't like it. No, it, God does not want you to patch your way into more in 2024. God needs us to get empty so he can fill us with something completely new. Mm -hmm. That's a really inspiring statement, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to patch my way into more. But actually, let's hang out on that word for a moment, Jory mm -hmm. Patch. When I tell you, if I look at you and say, Jory, God does not want you to patch your way into more of him in 24. What does that mean to you? Mm. I think to me, when you ask me that question, well, first of all, it makes me start to think about different areas of my life where yeah. I have started patching. Yep. And I think when it comes to patching, it's like we have an area of our life that is in need. It's partially empty. It needs fixed. It needs renewed. And we come in in our own strength mm -hmm. and try to patch. Like mm -hmm. to me, patching something is us bringing our human strength to fix a situation. So good. Whereas like emptying yourself is saying, I'm even emptying myself of my solutions, of mm -hmm. my, all the materials I have that I could patch on to fix this and make it better and saying, God, come in and make it new. Good. Not just, not just part of it, not mm -hmm. just the new paint, mm -hmm. but God come in and make it new, which sometimes surpasses my understanding. Yes. And is difficult to yes. understand. It's yes. easier said than done. But that's what that makes me think of. You know, I told my husband as we were staring at this ugly bathroom with this really cool paint. He kept saying to me too, he's like, babe, that color is so amazing. I think he was trying to like encourage me. He was like, look at that color. That is like the coolest color. He's like, but it looks so bad, like in this outdated bathroom. And um, I said to him, I finally said, Jacob, if we want this space, lean in here, to truly reflect us, and our style and who we are, we're going to have to gut it. We're going to have to gut mm. it. 
But the thing is, is gutting a space requires so much more time, yep. money, mm-hmm. effort, and energy than going down the road and buying a gallon of paint. Right. And this is something I really want this tribe to hear at the start of this 2024 is that you will be frustrated in 2024 if you try to make small tweaks to what God is trying to gut out. Like as you are heading into this new year and God is showing you things and revealing things, if you try to tweak your way into change, you're going to be very frustrated. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of even just uh, one of the messages in the Cultivating Connection series we're doing at Thrive Church. Pastor Jacob was talking about areas in our life where God wants to make them new. He's ready to move. He's ready to move in power, and it's going to require bold action from us. But he said something that resonated with me. He said that there's situations where it almost has just become easier to just pray about it like quote unquote, pray about it. And I've, do it. I've experienced that. Yes. Let me just be the first to raise my hand and say, I have done that and like coated it in the spiritual paint. So good. And said, I'm praying about it. I'm continuing to pray about it. God, give me confirmation and not acting on it. And so this just makes me think of that, of like, we're continuing to pray about it when, and that's us patching it when God is saying, no, I'm ready to come in. You need to get that out of the way. You need to stop trying to patch mm-hmm. it. You need to make a different change. You need to take a bold action mm-hmm. so that I can come in and do what I want to do. Yeah, because if you tell me, Jory, you're like, hey, Pastor Hannah, there's this area of, uh, in my life that God's been dealing with that I know it. He wants, he wants it gone. He wants it out. And I say to you, great, what are you doing about it? And you say to me, I'm praying about it. Do you know what that does? Mm. It buys you time. Mm -hmm. If you tell me I'm refusing it, you know, I'm frustrated about it, I'm doing nothing, I'm going to say to you, Jory, why don't you think about praying about it? But if you tell me you're praying about it, it buys you time. And can I just say, it, like, it buys me time. And in the meantime, I'm patching. Mm. I'm just saying this because I've, I've yes. been there. I've been we there. I've been praying about yes. it. And it's buying me time. And in the meantime, it's like I'm trying to put new patches yep. to see if the new patches will yep. work. Like yep. that patch didn't work. Let me put a new patch. Yep. But I'm praying about it. So when you have time that you are getting to, you know, maybe push pause on something, what it does is it's creating a delay. Okay, so let me just pause here for a moment. My roots are from Michigan. And um, if you know anything about what's happening in sports world right now, Michigan is having their moment of awesomeness. Like, thank you, God, for helping this very cold, (laughs) sad, gray state have something wonderful. We just want U of M, Michigan just won their deal, their game. The Lions did their first playoff game Sunday night. They won the first. I'm telling you, I'm like, hell is frozen. Hell is truly frozen over because the Lions just won a playoff game. It was so exciting, but I'm learning so much more about football because I'm on a college level, on a pro level, because this is my roots. Right. So I got to like understand this and um, learning like the power of when coaches call a timeout and Mm -hmm. how they use them and when they use them and the purpose of a timeout and ultimately like what they're trying to do in that timeout for not only their team but to mess with their opponent right and I think time is a powerful thing Mm -hmm. it's a powerful thing I think not everything 
not always God speaks and you move right away. There needs, there's a, there's power in time, mm -hmm. but there's a danger with time also. Mm -hmm. Too much time ultimately will turn into waiting on God to delay. Mm -hmm. And delay mm -hmm. is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Delay is dangerous. See, we'll tell our kids, hey kids, listen, delayed obedience is disobedience. Mm. So if I told you to do something and you ask mom, could I do that in 30 minutes? And I say yes, then great, you've got 30 extra more minutes. But if it's the next day, right, and you still didn't put that pile of clothes away, you've actually taken advantage of the time I gave you. Mm and you've now disobeyed. Mm -hmm. And too much delay becomes dangerous in our walk with God. Does that make you think of anything? Too much delay is dangerous in our time with God. It makes me, like just as far as like yeah, what that just means your walk to me. With the Lord. Yeah, I think that just talking about delay, thinking about delay, it makes me think that I begin actually operating then in disobedience mm -hmm. and I know it. Yeah. Like deep down, you know it. I know it. Yes. And I'm trying to sugarcoat it. Mm, mm -hmm. And if you could see me right now, you'd see me smiling because you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about yeah, in different okay. things. But I'm trying to sugarcoat we it. We all do it. Yeah. We and, all do it. But I will say, like, after you kind of have this revelation of of not sitting in the delay and actually operating in the obedience or just saying yes to that thing or saying, okay, like you're going to make that decision, not just patch it, let God come in and move, do what he wants to do, on move on it. Mm -hmm. um, for me, what I've experienced in my life is clarity, mm -hmm. peace, mm -hmm. joy, mm -hmm. all the things I've been praying for yep. start to happen yep. when I just do whatever yep. he's asking me to do. You know, and I would say like, you know, someone might be thinking, well then Pastor Hannah, like, what is that time? How, what is the time where like you're obeying God and you're waiting and the time where you've crossed over and now you're delaying and disobeying, mm -hmm. disobeying that, that is between you and the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it is not the same for everything. It is not mm -hmm. the same for every, every time God speaks, the time of obedience crossing over into the time of delay and disobedience is different with everything that God's moving in and out of my life. But you have to be sensitive to knowing what you're saying, the fruit of, I think I'm now sugarcoating and covering up and buying time because I simply don't want to obey. Mm -hmm. And you'll know it. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, um, let me give someone a warning. Mm -hmm. So Saturday afternoon, my husband and I are staring at this bathroom and we are laughing because it is so ugly. Like it is, it only deserves laughter. Which I can just imagine you, you laughing. You can, right? Like I, it's the best thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Like it. there's nothing else to do but laugh at how ugly this You're is. Hard like, hard you're laugh. hard laughing. Hard laugh. Hard laugh. Okay, Jory, it was not 24 hours later, not even 24 hours, I walked back into that bedroom or that bathroom and I literally said to myself, huh, it's not that ugly. Hmm. Maybe if I added a little decor and some new hardware, I, hardware I could like absorb the color a little mm -hmm. bit and make it work. See, here is the deal. If God is showing you something that he does not want in you or in your life, deal with it now. Hmm. Don't wait. Don't delay. Because what will happen is we will become comfortable coexisting with the new and the old if we don't obey God quickly and get rid of the old mm -hmm. when he shows it to mm -hmm. us. 
Well, literally, like not even 24 hours later, I'm looking at this hideous thing and I'm actually saying to myself, maybe it's not that bad. And that is exactly what we mm. do in our walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So what do we need to do? We need to get rid of it quickly because otherwise the result is what you said earlier, mm -hmm. you will enter into a season of confusion mm -hmm. and you will not be reflecting the true picture or identity of what God has created you to be. That's so good. That's so good. So practically speaking, talking to the tribe, talking to me, talking to us, how would you say, like, how do you do that? How yes. do you do that? Well, people aren't going to like this, but... Let's go there, though. So for some of you, if a relationship isn't right, cut it now. Mm -hmm. What are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. You have to cut it now. Mm-hmm. Well, they're my family. Well, they're my in-law. Well, they're my neighbor. Well, they're my friend I've had for 27 years. Well, I've been with this person for so long. Mm -hmm. So cu cut it now. Now, now. And I even feel, I just want to be sensitive to what I'm feeling right now in this moment. I feel like someone's listening to this and you feel the urgency as I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. It's urgent. Like your heart's beating. It's making you nervous. That is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he will even use natural emotions to cause us to feel the urgency of something. And let me just say to you, sister, be brave, be courageous, cut it now, because what God's about to gift you, he needs you to cut it so he can replace it mm -hmm. and it'll be better. Mm -hmm. But if relationship isn't right, cut it now. If a behavior is not honoring God, stop trying to check in with others to get it validated. Just obey God and cut it. Right. Cut it now. Right. Quit justifying it. Yeah. Cut it. If a spiritual discipline is missing from your life and you know it and God wants you to start it, start it now. Don't wait. Right now. One thing my husband said is good today is better than great too late. I think that's a powerful principle. If a perspective you have is wrong, admit it and change it now. Mm -hmm. Change it now. And these things, you don't even need others to do it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You just need the help of God. Right. If a conversation with a friend is wrong, stop it now. Stop it now. L just stop having it. Mm -hmm. Don't let it continue. See, what this is, what I'm saying, do it now, cut it now, stop it now, change it now, begin it now. What this is, is this is you making a decision that I am not going to tweak my way into more mm -hmm. in 2024. I'm going to dive in. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. Not tweaking, doing it now. Do it now. Diving in. I, again, I feel like I say this every podcast, but I feel like we could just continue talking about this kind of stuff for five more hours. But uh, even as you just said, diving in, it makes me think, think about some Flourish groups that are launching. Yes. And yes. so uh, for the tribe who maybe doesn't know, January 28th, 2024, mm -hmm. we're launching some Flourish groups. Yes. And so make sure that as you are doing those things now, surround yourself with godly community. That's right. And you can go to flourishwomen.co and you can look for those groups there. 
as well. And then just a couple of action steps. Let's do it. For today, That's one right. is, drum roll please, <laughs> Flourish Conference coming up May yes! 3rd and 4th. That was sold out last year, so you yep. got to get your ticket now. And then if you're listening to this right when it comes out, our next Flourish Gathering yes. is February 8th, which is our Galentine's Gathering. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, if you're listening to this later, go to our website. Make sure you see when, you're when the next gathering is for you. And Jory, I'm going to be talking about our word for the year at that gathering. Let's go. So if you're not in Denver, get on YouTube, watch it. Watch because online. if you don't have a word for the year, take this. Grab it. Let it be your word for the year. Let's go. Let's make yes. it the best 2024. And then as always, if this, if this spoke to your heart, go ahead and share it with a friend too. This was so much fun today. It High was. five. Man, this is so good. I just feel like, I hope today you feel like I came into your your space, your air your AirPods, your treadmill, your car, your at-home office, your kitchen, and you just feel like you had a spiritual personal trainer saying, get the crap out of the fridge. Pitch it. Cut it now. Yes. No, more eating the no more eating the junk. We are just going to do it. We're going to, in the words of my 13-year-old, we're going to send it. <laughs> we're going to send it. And I hope you feel like you are just inspired to send it with obedience for God. And we pray always that as you are ending this podcast, the third of six episode podcast here, we pray that you are ending this podcast and there's something stirring up on the inside of you that at the start of 2024, that is saying this, Hey, with God, I got this. All right. Until next time, Flourish Tribe. We'll see you then.